0: Uh, so Young Sean, listen I, I know you don't believe me I know the family don't believe me What up fam? What up y'all? We're about two or three weeks off We might even leak into April Listen I don't really consider it that much of a delay Because y'all y'all guys get almost an hour You know, a new material every week I'm going to speak about that in a second too Um, But it, it's just I have stuff to do That's just it You know what I'm saying? That's it so young Sean, I want to uh just really quickly guys, you know the routine. Go to Spotify, put in the Jeff is Moody show. We are on demand 24/7. Listen 365 whenever you want to hear the show. Go check out the Jeff is Moody show on Spotify. Go to Spotify, type in the Jeff is Moody show pal. Or go to Amazon and uh uh, uh get the free uh, podcast fm app one word podcast fm p-o-d-c-a-s-t fm get that app open the app hit the podcast icon scroll for the jeffers moody show pow and we got some treats uh once again i'll be on on a, a couple of other different platforms we'll get around to that some other time ringing the bell in the pre-bump Yeah, young Sean I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to it we got a great replay for y'all it it's uh it, it has something to do with teaching your dog how to drive a car not really sure what that's all about because it's from a year two years ago I don't know I want to salute everybody that has been not only riding I want to salute everybody that has come into the door and you're enjoying the replays and and A lot of you listen closely and you're like, oh, wait, he got a new season coming up. What's that going to be like? It's going to be crazy. And for those of you that haven't quite caught it yet and you think you listen to present content, you're not. New season on the way. Young Sean, let me talk about this. I'm tired. I'm irritated. I have a lot of stuff to do. And I sit here and, and I give the family the best of me. And everybody will accept if I kind of get the fuck out of here Kind of quickly today I want to talk to you all really quickly I don't want you to be the one Who's crying the loudest at the funeral Let me tell you what I mean Before I get into that Big up to my baby brother Silent Poet The number one erotic spoken word artist in the south period and soon to be in the world just released his album on uh what's that y'all is it is it apple music you can go to apple music and stream his album it's called juicy venom put in silent poet juicy venom or put in juicy venom silent poet it is it is it is steamy adult only it's the free it's the spoken word version of, of erotic R&B. He's doing spoken word. He might as well be singing because this guy gets the panties wet. Y'all guys go check out Silent Poet. You've heard him on the Sidebar Brothers when we were doing Sidebar Brothers on the Jeff Moody show with Casino and I and brother Will Beatty and cousin Ed and all the sidebars that used to come through. Uh, 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 listen to me. It is erotic. It is adult only. It is steamy. No holes barred. Kind of talking how we all talk when a lot of us have good, nasty sex. <laughs> because I'm an adult, show he made an adult album, and we're all adults. Go to go go to Apple Music. They, or I went to iTunes because I'm old school. Young Sean, I'm still buying music off iTunes. Why? I wanted to give him the money. It was $7. Yo, this shit 699 support my support my baby brother. Yo, uh for all of you that try to act like you don't got some slut in you, male and females, you're a fucking liar. And his album will do it for you. We're going to speak more in depth about that. I want to get I want to get to this. I want to get to this real quick and then I'm going to get out of here. We're going to play the replay. And and my show is going to come out. Uh, Nobody's holding the show back, y'all. I am the one making deals, doing things behind the scenes that is delaying things a little bit. It's going to be worth it. It always is. Okay, here we go. This is why I wanted to tell you guys I don't want you to be the ones crying the loudest at the funeral. All right, let me tell you what I'm talking about. How many times, whether you've seen it happen to people, Whether you're guilty of doing it to people Or whether you're the person That motherfuckers do it to How many times are people taking you For granted How many times have people use you the fuck up To get everything they wanted Out of you But then when you really needed them In the clutch they weren't really there like That in the clutch And a lot of times when you see funerals, it'd be a lot of people whooping and hollering. It'd be a lot of people crying. There's even some motherfuckers on occasion that jump on the casket as they're lowering it into the ground because that's the last visual sight you will have of your loved one. But every funeral has some people that are crying louder than everybody else it ain't really never been about shit. When it came to that particular person. And let me tell you all right now. The reason I know that you're all co-signing this is because most of us have been through it. When you're an adult and when you're an intelligent adult at in a what did I just say? A intelligent adult when you're an intelligent adult. Uncle JC, Sean, Callie Bondi, everybody shut the fuck up. I said, intelligent. I could have been slaying it. People don't really take advantage of you. You allow people to. So a lot of us have willingly been the person that people are going to cry the loudest in the funeral that I've never really done anything to progress us along. In fact, a lot of people that come to your funeral and cried the loudest, they they doubted everything you were doing. They ridiculed everything you were doing. They didn't believe in any, anything that you were doing. Oh, but when they'll never see you again, it's always he was a good guy I'm, a woman, I'm telling you it was a bye, bye, bye. Don't y'all be that Especially don't y'all motherfuckers do that to me But don't y'all do that to each other Don't y'all do it to others Don't be the one crying the loudest at the funeral Don't be the one that's always used people up But never giving anything back Don't be crying so loud at the funeral Because you never cared I want to ask some of my people something. I was just thinking about this today. I've been podcasting for a while, and I know quite a few people. I do good numbers for independent podcasts, podcast that doesn't really market and all that stuff. And I, But I started wondering about some of my inner circle. It, not the... I understand that just from a common listener, from a person that listens to Jeffers Moody or or back in the day you guys listen to Indian radio, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. I get it. You know, it's like you come through, you expect me to supply something to you for pretty much free, and if it's not available, you bounce, and if it is, you listen. I get that. Don't expect much from y'all. I'm talking about I expect the love. I like the love. Don't get me wrong, but I get it. I get it you don't love me you love the show I get that I'm talking about some of y'all in my inner circle when did our decades and shit of friendship and brotherhood and sisterhood and all I don't like the friendship word but when when did our decades of fan, family ship and all that when when did I just turn into a, a fucking entertainer for you motherfuckers when, when did I turn into somebody that you don't You call and ask when the show is coming out, but don't ask how I'm feeling. When did that happen? I expect that from a large segment of people. I don't expect it from you. When all of a sudden did I start doing content and you guys just tune in for the content? And even when you know, because if you're in my inner circle i have a very tiny inner circle and if you're in my inner circle you probably know the reason it's taken me quite a while to get on with the new season but when did it turn in when was when you know how busy i am with other things besides the pie podcast not the bread and butter that's so that's not it When, when did i just turn into like somebody that you only give a fuck about content and and I, and, and I got so many listeners that understand yo Moody's giving us replays first of all we love the replays second of all his motherfucker still giving us new shows basically he cares that much he's not lazy he has work ethic like crazy but for my super duper inner circle when did I just turn into to just uh, entertainer for y'all that's just providing you with a hit When did you stop caring about me when I'm still caring about you? Let me tell you, feelings not hurt. I was just thinking about it and I was like, wow, that's pretty fucked up. And you guys know that I'm a name caller because I don't really give a fuck because ain't nobody going to do shit to me if they smart. But I was just wondering, y'all niggas would be crying the loudest at the funeral. You be talking about how talented I was and much I missed I always knew that God Y'all know those people! They don't use you to fuck up. They don't use your resources. They don't use your mentorship. They don't use your connections. They didn't use your love, your concern, and they were never there when you needed it. As a man in the world, and with a man lucky enough to have a massive family that cares about me, and they got a right to cry loud at the funeral. I don't really depend on everybody to do everything, but all I'm saying is, for you motherfuckers, that really your 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 the mo, your motive overall was just to just to use up and get with you going. You know what? How many how many people have I helped launch? We we all been at. I'm not even talking about listenership. I'm talking about period. These glowing revu- reviews of Podcast Moody and then you get something popping and there's no more mention. I don't need to me- You got to understand what I'm saying. Don't fuck me up here, y'all. It's not about, you don't have to salute me like that. I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about what you say on your show. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm not talking about what you do when you mentor because I inspired you to do that. I'm not talking about what you do when you do food drives because I inspired you to do that. I'm not talking about your ph- philanthropy because I inspired you to do that I'm not talking about the improvement of your relationship because I inspired you to do that I'm not talking about none of that I'm talking about what what the you don't got to say it publicly all I'm saying is where the fuck have you been when I was reaching out to you motherfuckers saying hey y'all I got a big season ahead of me I need some help where your motherfuckers at all my DJs holler back All my podcasters, holla back. All my mentors, holla back. All my niggas that lost 30 pounds on my plan, holla back. Young Sean, this almost sound like I'm taking something personal. (laughs) Sound like I might be a little bit in my feelings. The, the the team the team strong it ain't the old team it's the new team the team dedicated strong to communication you know you deal with motherfuckers you can't keep in touch with you, you can't you but and that's all right because we can love each other but we don't have to talk we all busy but when it come to business you have to be in constant community don't ever do business with somebody that you don't have access to almost do constant communication with And now I'm sitting back and I'm watching motherfuckers that's gonna cry loud at the funeral. Done took all my motherfucking stees. What y'all young folks say y'all say what y'all say swagger? And the things that you wouldn't do or you couldn't do. When it came to me, which would have been for you, now you're doing for yourself, but you got it from me. Shame on you. But shame on me because i saw that in advance i just didn't say nothing because i'm like i actually do want to see my people get it in once again family don't twist it up don't do things for people because you want them to do it back what i'm saying is let's let's i'ma start rephrasing shit. i'm gonna start rephrasing who's a brother or sister or whatever whatever Watching these motherfuckers take my energy and be successful and do everything. And while I'm doing my thing also, I'm just watching people act like you don't know where you got it from. And see, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. See, because you nodding your head right now because you drop dimes on people. And and I don't mean ratting. You give people tens. You get, that's what I call a jewel. You give them a ten. You've been in your pocket for motherfuckers that got up and couldn't get in their pocket for you. You've pulled up three, four in the morning for motherfuckers that needed somebody to talk to but they couldn't do it for you. And that's okay. But make sure that you let them know that you ain't no dummy. And tell them if they got even an ounce of respect for you. Tell them please don't be coming to the funeral doing all that crying shit. You know what? Uh, if if the Most High I ever decides that it's my time, uh, I gotta. We can. We gonna have to fill a church with the people that really, really are crying for me for real. Oh I got a lot of back I got a lot of authentic loving back So don't think I'm t- I am ain't got no shortage That's not my point my, my, If you know You know what the fuck I'm talking about But then we're gonna have to do Another session for everybody That's gonna pop up and just cry loud But can't even remember The name of my show can't even remember who taught them how to properly sequence a fucking album so it's appealing to a consumer ear from beginning to end or how to write or how to express themselves or how to learn self respect and love or how to learn that family is more important than business or how to learn how to treat the elders or how to learn how to talk to the young kids that are out there but we're going to have to have a different session for them Oh indeed It's true Mentorship come with A uh, price tag on it Most of the time you will help people along and, and, and they'll get along And won't ever act like You existed at all My thing is I don't mind that I've said this a million times In this 20 minutes or so But just don't come to the funeral and cry As a matter of fact Don't even come to the funeral Now by the way For those of you that read Everything into everything Because this culture has taught you guys To sensationalize everything And find the biggest drama you can find I am not dying To the best of my knowledge I am perfectly healthy This is not about me In a a coffin Knock on wood Scandinavian wood. not bragging I'm just saying my shit's nice <laughs> uh, now nah, it's gonna have to be two separate sessions for the real ones and the fake ones I get it I get it I get it uh we Sometimes people are not even worth Going through the problems But I got a problem looking at people That are looking me in my eye And I know that they full of shit And you should too From now on Don't let people run over you. If you want to do something for somebody, do it. If you're a person that when you do something for somebody, they don't have to do it back. That's fine. Do that. You're a great person and you should do that. But when people give you fake love, let them know that it's fake. And tell them don't be crying at the funeral. And when people do all that cuz and bra and queen and king and all that And you know that it's fate, Let them know that you know what it is Unless of course uh, uh, It's business Because in business you got to roll with snakes Business is when you learn to get in bed with ve- uh, venomous snakes and, and not get bit I get that I'm talking about people that call themselves family And for decades now Who's been the realest ones in my life are still there. And the ones I thought were the realest are not. Not because they weren't acting like they still needed to be. It's just because I just started cutting people off. Cut niggas off. As soon as I start cutting uh, niggas off that cried too loud at the funeral, like things just accelerated. Hence it, why it's taking me so long to come out with a show. Show ain't gonna sound much different, but it's just opportunities behind it. One last thing. Y'all 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 heard me talk about my baby brother, Silent Poet, the, the dopest erotic spoke. Actually, he's a dope spoken artist, period. Uh, he just happened to release a erotic album that's where where his art is now he can do anything do y'all know I've been promoting him since the day I met him and realized what his passions was I'll get him on the show and he'll tell you that when big bro at the funeral if he's crying loud I know that he means it because we're authentic with each other and we don't talk all the time we don't have to talk often But when we put the brother signal up, when we put the bat signal up, when we put it up, we answer the bell. J. Barry Jaha answers that bell. Tony Reams answers that bell. Tim Hoffman answers that bell. Edwin Walker answers that bell. Casino answers that bell. I know that I could go on and on and on. I didn't really so much get in my feelings As I know that some of you are in yours Because this hit you right home They've been using you the fuck up And you knew it But the reason they keep doing it Because you keep acting like they're not When you know they are Just let them know you know the deal Get what you need But just understand Don't be crying too loud At the funeral Because you don't mean it And it's disingenuous. On to the replay. It got something to do with teaching your dog how to drive a car. I don't know. For the listeners it's not a big deal. This is they like yo, this is dope. But for the super duper in the circle, you niggas that what happened when when we stopped calling each other asking out of parents and everybody doing when did I just talk into it turn into a show that's all y'all know me don't make me say fuck you because I will pause don't mean I'll fuck you I mean don't make me say you know like fuck you fuck you man fuck your life fuck you because I will yeah sean let's get out of here don't let them cry too loud too many of these motherfuckers don't even mean it just a word from the wise enjoy the replay y'all listen We in the first week of we in the first week of March. I'm thinking we gonna roll in three weeks. I'm thinking we gonna roll in three weeks. We might give y'all some shit, young Sean. We might just give him some. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, the show ain't gonna be much different. Y'all gonna know what the, the, the little slight differences are. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But thank y'all for riding. Thank y'all for supporting. And, and thank you guys, man, because it's so many peaches, peaches, D. Oh man, M.N. Kunsy. Oh, Kelly Bourne, oh man, Shayla, oh my God. Will Beatty, what up, Will? Yo, Solid Boy, what up? Oh, yo, so big to fair. I could just go on and on and on and on and on and on. Yo, Casey Layman, what up? They, could, they think, if something ever happened to me, if something ever happened to me, and they come to the funeral, I'll probably jump up out of the casket, because I'ma hear them crying, and they gonna mean it when they cry, and I'ma jump up, I'ma jump up out of the casket, I'll be like, psych! Let people use you. Don't let them misuse you. Don't let them cry too loud at the funeral. Love y'all, later.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, We have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, enjoy the fight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeff is Show with DJ Natural. Great talk. Great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated, we will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with numero uno the number one flight through the talk show skies is the jeffers movie show let's go enjoy the bounce How how you like how you like that show uh, uh, last week, young Sean? Huh? How you like that young boy? That phone check, classic. Doggone uh, feedback and response to the phone check, classic, man. Good job putting that dealer under that conversation, man. Just an epic conversation, wasn't it? How you doing, man? You all right? what's up family y'all good out there how y'all doing man yeah it's time it's time for another new one i think it's episode 57 young boy i got to tell you man at this stage i'm starting to lose kind of count you you know i but i think today is 57 all right anything good with you how you doing over there man you got your kool-aid today Everything good? I'm not too sure if you need to cover your ears today. I'm not too sure. But you will sip on your Kool-Aid as we continue to try to find a drink for young Sean. Young Sean, people have been sending in suggestions. Carrot juice. Somebody say you should just drink water. Somebody else says celery juice. I, uh, celery juice is actually great for you. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, somebody, I think it was Tabitha, said that the smoothies uh, have too much sugar in them. So I can't tell you to drink a smoothie. So right now, I'm just keep telling you to drink your Kool-Aid. You, you about ready, man? Y'all ready out there? I feel good today, don't y'all? Ain't life grand? Ain't it good? Won't he do it? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like that. It's going to be like that today. You ready, man? You good, young boy? Everything good with you? Huh? You're not going out a lot, huh? When you do go out social distancing, you're getting that home? You're getting that homeschooling done? Yeah, huh? Keeping your face covered, wearing your gloves, washing your gloves off like they're your hands and all. everything good? Mom good, dad good, being a great young man? All right. Everything's going to be all right, young boy. Stay focused. Let's go ahead on and give our people a little bit of what they used to, man. Let's do it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I see you, I see you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Sir, uh, ma'am, what else can I say? Did you bring somebody new? What is this? What I don't deserve you all. You are far too kind. You and that group over there, you are just far too kind. All of my people over there, and over there, and over there, at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturell on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. For all of my iPhone and iPad users, please download the free Beat Break 87 FM app for your iOS device in your app store. Listen, Android people, we are on the way. Your Android phones are awesome. We just don't have an app for you yet. Your phones are awesome. In many respects, they're better than the iPhone. We're getting that app together. In the meanwhile... You guys check us out on beatbreakradiofm.com as you have been doing. Or 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 we're on TuneIn and we're on Spotify. We're all up. Y'all know how to find us right? you all right? Y'all hold tight for us, okay? Contact me on Instagram if you like family at the Jeff is Moody show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678 You can hit DJ Naturel up and salute her for her ATL traffic mix at DJ Naturelle, And that is on all social media. That is Naturel with an E N A T U R E L ladies and gents. I will be your pilot for this three hour flight. So kick back, relax. If you can, even if you cannot, I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there. Who listen to the Jeffers Moody Show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. People, young young Sean, they they, they listen at work. Now that everybody is quarantined, now more people starting to listen from the house or whatever. But my driver, let me tell y'all drivers something. Y'all, y'all started the, the popularity of the show. Y'all started. So I don't give a damn what happens. I'm always salute my drivers wave your CDL in the air like you just don't care big up to all my drivers ring the bell for y'all I love all of y'all but damn it my drivers thank you so much one love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show whether you're in the gym which is closed in the house where you should be wherever you are which is home if you're listening I thank you Now, before I get into today's show, family, I got to tell you all about young lady that I got to talk to over the weekend is my pleasure. It was my honor. She is very near and dear to me. She is, in fact, like the second version of my mama, although there's nobody quite like my biological mama. My mama is is awesome. But this lady right here, this is this is one of the most special people I know. And there is shame on my part. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys why time and distance should never affect real love if, if there was never a problem to start with. All right. OK. All right. So listen, family. So over the weekend, uh, I think it was last week. You know, we do a great show last week. We got Cousin Ed. We got Casino. We got Natural on the phone check. Got Mrs. Moody on the phone check. And we talking about a bunch of stuff. You know, we're getting great feedback from it and all that stuff, right? Now, I don't live for feedback at all, but it is good to see people recognizing the effort you're putting into something, right? So people are used to me doing the hi-fi stereo sound stuff, but when you do phone conversations, as you guys know, it's a phone sound. That's that. So I get get a, uh, I think it was on Facebook. I think it was on one of my promos on Facebook, and I see a lady, she goes, son, you, I listened to the show that she she makes some commentary about something we were talking about. I think it was the twenty-five year old man that was that that had sex with a fourteen year old or sixteen year old. It was a scenario, and people asked should he go straight to jail, and she she weighed in on that. And then it was his mama comes, and I'm like, Mama Cummins, she said, "You still the same, same old Jeff, same old crazy ass Jeff." This is your mama, call me. So I'm like, okay. Now I got to tell you all about Mama Cummings real quick. In our neighborhood in Flatbush, Brooklyn, there's a group of us. We're the 28th Street Crew. You know what I'm saying? And it was a group of us, and we, uh, we you know, we went about our businesses, growing young men and kids that grew into men and all that stuff. And we had a dear friend of ours called Stacy Kim. Big up to Stacy and and her sister Rissa. And, all a crew and and Melissa and all of those, all those people. And so one day through Stacy, we went over a house and met her mom. And from then on, her mom turned into everybody's second mother. And this woman to me is literally another one of the greatest women I've known. And I'm not being funny to y'all. She's just, she was always hyper intelligent. She was very patient but she was very stern and she she told it like it was when you went over a house you didn't go over there to get your ass kissed or pat it on your back for something you didn't deserve she was just honest she baked she sold she worked she raised kids three of them brian what's up and and she's just she's just a beautiful woman and then so time went by and this is how you know that years creep up on you right because A long time went by and eventually I end up not really talking to Mama Cummins and then years that I didn't hear, didn't speak to her at all. Now, this is all on my part. You know, people are in this world too much making excuses. I don't have any excuses. There was about two decades that might have went by. I'm not quite sure if it was two decades, but Mama let me know. That that we didn't talk, no problems, no issues, no separation from anger or resentment, nothing like that. Love. She has a son named Brian. What up, Brian? Let me tell you, it was always known and it was always said that I was her second son. Now, she done told me that. I talked to her over the weekend after a long time. She had told me to some other nigga to think he the second one, but you ain't. She also said he was 6'5 and and crazy as I am, which that would make him plenty crazy. I'll still whip your ass because you ain't second. I I am. You third. Might be fourth. I forgot your name. I would shout you out, King. I forgot your name. All right. When we meet, don't swing on me because I'm a little too old to be getting swung on. All right. Anyway, keeping it moving. So, mama and I were talking about some stuff, and we really realized that after all these years of not talking, from the minute we got on the phone it le- i'm talking about from the very first 10 seconds of the phone conversation it's like we picked up like we never left off or oh, excuse me we picked up where we left off there was no hesitancy there was no bitterness there was no why did you why did you there was none of that we pick right back up after all these time people let me tell you all of this time let me tell y'all something Time and distance can never affect real, true family love. It cannot. It may separate a little bit of your your attraction love, romantic love for someone. It may separate, you know, uh, 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 friendships that are not based on solid love, that friendships of convenience where people are with you because of what you can do for the moment or whatever the case may be. And when you're out of sight, you're out of mind. But when you love somebody, when somebody is family, it doesn't matter. You guys don't know how many people. I'm not a person that a lot of people hear from all the time. It's a super small group of people that hear from me often. But some of the people I love the most, they don't hear from me and they they know. My real ones know it means nothing. I love them. I'll do anything for them. I'm just not very easily accessible all the time. But then, I've met so many people over the course of my life, family, that if you don't talk to them, and what I do, it's what you do, and I'm mad because you, I'm talking about men and women. They, and I don't deal with that. I love you. If I love you, we family. If I got time to talk to you, I can. But a lot of people don't keep my hours, usually when I'm wide up and moving, which is really 20 plus hours a day. But the time I got to talk on the phone, a lot of times, that's somewhere between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. Y'all niggas sleeping, most of y'all. But I love you though. I don't have to reach out and say I love you all the time. I don't have to come pat you on the ass and say good job. that that was proven again this weekend with mama Cummins. so let me just say i don't know if she's listening this week or what it don't even matter i love you mama like listen we didn't miss a beat do y'all understand what i'm saying do y'all know anybody like that y'all that the love is so real that you just don't miss a beat and she's still sharp she's in her 70s and she's just sharp I thought I was talking to a a damn 28 year old college professor. I love that lady. She's so cool, man. I'm gonna have her on a phone check one day. I'm going to have Mama call in one day, y'all. We're going to do a phone check with Mama coming. It's going to be incredible. So I love you, Mama. Thank you so much for that conversation this weekend. And it's great to be back in touch with you. And while I cannot guarantee that I won't be in touch super often, I can tell you it won't be years in between. I can tell you it won't be months in between. I I could give you that guarantee. Listen, y'all, don't let real true love, don't, don't let it be crushed by distance and time shit happens life life happens to all my people that know i love them i love y'all ain't that enough to close the show Yeah, Yo, y'all you heard what i said boy God, i could just say peace <laughs> uh, it was real i'm being honest though all right family so look we're going to get into the show, but just let me tell you guys something real quick. I just want to tell you guys, man, we know everything's going on with the pandemic and the quarantine and, you know, some people are, are, are losing their jobs and stuff and we feel for people and we, we know everything will be okay, but we also want to be realistic and I want to say that I see more of you, uh, I see less and less of you out. I don't really go anywhere except for to the supermarket if I got to go to the supermarket and I go to the park. To exercise, which there's not a lot of people in the park at that time, but Mrs. Moody and I were out yesterday, and we we didn't see. We had we had to run some errands. We had to go support a couple of our local businesses that are struggling. And we did that and we couldn't go inside and we didn't touch people. We kept our distance, but we had to go 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 spend our money places where we know they needed it. And it was great to see people kind of calming down. It was great to see the supermarkets not crowded and jammed up. You know what I'm saying? It was great to see people not walking around with a thousand fucking rolls of something in their cart that they didn't need that much of. So y'all just remain calm like that. Remain calm. Now listen, they say that they say the worst is yet to come, right? All right. I know people are going to be back out on their bullshit. And I'm not mad at anybody that's taking care of their shit, okay? They even say I've heard from a couple of people. I don't know about y'all. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I've heard from a couple of sources that some people are saying there. It may be a a two week or two month shutdown or whatever the case is. They're not going to be able to shut the American public down for two months. But I think it was like a two week straight shutdown where nobody can come out. Are you guys prepared? Now, you can get prepared from now till then. Just doing little things. You don't have to freak the fuck out you don't calm the fuck down you don't just day by day get little things rice pasta water but you got water coming out your faucet you know we we we, we you don't need to, you don't need to hoard you don't need to do all that this has taught everyone a valuable lesson there are so many things we can do to get by and we will People are worried about masks and gloves. But if your fucking ass is in the house, 99% of the time, you don't necessarily have to worry about that. Okay, folks, just to let you know, things are going to be okay. I'm proud of you guys for calming the fuck down. Very ashamed of you that have no regard for what's going on and you're still grouping up and partying. Very ashamed of y'all, but fuck y'all. Because we need to purge y'all anyway. All right now, just wanted to let y'all know that um uh, uh uh here's what we got going on uh for the uh jeff is movie show today <laughs> Now i'm just saying you know in this show i have a certain responsibility to give you all coronavirus coverage but it can't be about coronavirus all the time right I'm going to give y'all some motivation today. We're going to laugh a little. Yes, yeah, a portion of the stories today, they contain the pandemic and they should. But today we're also going to talk about some other shit. And we're going to close with good news because good news is out there. It's just that when you go on, you go looking on the, you go on the internet of the news, it's, it's Corona, Corona, Corona. And, and this is a global pandemic. This is not anything to take lightly, but we got to find some balance before we go crazy. Okay, so here's what we have for you on today's The Jeffers Movie Show. First of all, Young Sean, uh, let's play some bounces today by Dilla. But uh, let's also do Mad Lib today. Peace, Mad. What up, man? Uh, We're going to play some different bounces today from some different producers that were all influenced by Dilla, okay? We're going to play some different bounces. Uh, They're all in the same vein, but let's shine a few other cats today because the late great Dilla influenced so many producers and I just want to show how influential he was and a lot of the beats we're going to play today they have that Dilla vibe but they make no mistake all of these producers are great they all got their own vibe they're all great in their own right but a lot of times a lot of these beats are them paying a the tribute to Dilla Dilla was inspiration for so many people all right so we're gonna switch the bounces up I'm gonna to try to remember who it is if I forget I apologize but I'll try to recall who's who all right. So we got some fan feedback from last week's show for you today. We also have two FB posts of the week today. We have Jim News for you. Melania Pancake Trump is giving the public advice. Hmm. The fuck is she even talking for? Two French doctors have figured out if we need guinea pig to test a vaccine on, it should be poor Africans. We're gonna talk about that. Some guy was planning to massacre the entire White House. Uh, I understand his rage, but I don't co-sign, I don't co-sign him, and I don't condone that type of fuckery because that's just dumb. Then we got dumb shit news, snack the fire. I'm gonna talk about some right-wing evangelical nut job preachers and a man who was on the highway teaching his dog how to drive. Hey, laugh if you want, but in case of emergency, if your dog can get you where you're going, you might as well roll with it. Somebody's going to get fire smack today in 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 dumb shit news. Somebody going to get the fire smack out today today. What else we got, uh, young Sean? Uh, there are certain things people just shouldn't have to tell you, and I'm going to give you my list of those. And we might do a part two of this and phone check this next week. I don't know. I have an online statement from a lady who has an opinion on what women should do with boyfriends that cannot lend them money in a crisis. And then I'm going to tell you all about some of my best dating memories. Of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into a meat of the show until I give you all that what? That's right, fam. Moody Motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about treating yourself, being your own gift. We got the world's most trifling people. We got the polar opposite of trifling. Then at 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL Traffic mix with DJ Natural. I think Nat got some good classic type hip hop for y'all today. Uh, All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. We'll be back.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on beatbreak 87. Welcome back, family. Welcome back to The Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and, of course, Network.com. And, family, it's time for a little bit of moody motivation. You know, today I want to talk to you really quickly about treating yourself, being a gift to yourself. You know, typically, uh, when we think of treating ourselves to something, what is it that we think about the most fam we think about what it's usually material things you know like a person who's been working hard all year and they've gotten a raise they may say you know what i'm going to treat myself to a nice vacation or i'm going to treat myself to a nice car Or I'm, you know, I'm going to look at acquiring a home. These are all good things. Some people may even say, I'm going to treat myself to a nice steak. I'm going to go out and have a nice seafood dinner. I'm going to go buy this purse. I'm going to go buy these boots, this jacket. Oftentimes, most of the time when we think about treating ourselves is to something that is simply material but I want you to think about the ultimate treat I want you to think about the ultimate gift that you can provide yourself you know it's even more uh, satisfying and what will has even more long-term value than the car or the purse or the vacation or that or that steak or that you know that that seafood dinner all those things are awesome spiritual well-being. It's mental well-being. It's physical well-being. One of the best gifts you can provide yourself, one of the best ways you can be a gift to yourself and treat yourself are with physical, spiritual, and mental well-being. So treat yourself. You know, read a good book, enrich your mind and make a habit of doing it and you will find a different kind of clarity. You will find a different kind of comprehension when you deal with any facet of life, just constant reading in the intaking of information and hell, love novels and and science, science fiction novels, the newspaper, magazines, anything, input information. Treat yourself with information. Go for a walk, lift the weight, exercise, fast. Hydrate yourself. Treat yourself with the gift of health. Pray. Everybody thinks that prayer is something that, you you know, you can't do if you're not a church goer and you you can pray to whatever you believe in, even if the only thing you believe in is yourself. You can pray for your betterment. You can pray for advancement. There's nothing wrong with you praying to God or Allah or any any, anything. Treat yourself to a spiritual treat be your own best gift. Because see family, the material things, they come and they go. And I'm telling you right now, there are millions upon millions of people probably billions all over the globe who would trade a nice juicy steak for the ability to walk again. There are so many people that would trade that brand new car that you I'm sure you deserve. They were traded for the ability to reverse that stroke. Or that heart attack. Or the moment they didn't get to tell a, a loved one that they that I love you before they passed. The material things we can always acquire them. You know, you, you, you get your hands on money or you got some good credit, you know, you, you're always gonna find a card dealer or any credit card, you know, authorizer, the, your, your company, excuse me. You're always gonna find one of them that's willing to put you in debt. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Treat yourself to something other than material items because it has a higher value. It has a longer lasting value. The, 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 to solidify your spiritual being is, is way more than the flyest car you can ever buy it, it's better than the biggest house you can ever buy to work on your physical well-being is, is more greater than any jacket or any cruise or any trip to, to an exotic place it's, it's bigger than any trip you can ever take And to strengthen your mental is the greatest gift of all. Ask a family of somebody who's suffering with Alzheimer's. Talk to people who are going through particular suffering that you may not be going through. And I know that it's easy and convenient for us nowadays to say, Well, it ain't me. I don't care. Survival of the fittest only starts by." I know. But in the scheme of things, the greatest gift you can give yourself is a gift that keeps giving back. Not the car that breaks down. Not the cruise that is soon ended. Nowadays, you might catch a damn virus if you're on the cruise. That steak is gonna take your body a couple of months to digest it if you don't properly cleanse your body. Those sneakers will become worn down, that purse will become out of style. But the gift of spirituality, strong mentality, and the best physicality that you can have, those those, those can be so much long-term. They got greater investments all around the board. So strengthen yourself, give yourself a gift that is not materialistic. Learn to love, learn to care, learn to give. Because these are the gifts that never perish. These are the gifts that have incredibly long shelf life. You know, earlier I I talked to you guys when I opened the show up and and I was talking about Mama Cummins and I said how it had technically been a decade or more, two decades maybe. But because we spent our time previous to that, treating ourselves to love, to understanding to family we were just as strong 20 years later as we were 20 years before treat yourself to something that matters family lord knows there's nothing wrong with the car there's nothing wrong with the jacket. These are things you deserve. Hey, if you can get anything and you can, you can do it without putting yourself in financial or physical peril, knock yourself out. You know, my wife and I have lately been talking about treating ourselves to another car. Even in these times. Well, mainly because the order dealers are giving them away and it wouldn't hurt us to get one. You know, when everything gets back to regular, we understand what we can do. We try to stay on top of things, right? But I realized the other day why we were rolling around. We're in the car more than anything, just rolling around talking. We were in the park talking, you know, it was our anniversary on Sunday, no, excuse me, Saturday. So our anniversary on Saturday. She's gonna smack me in the mouth, April fourth. And I realized something really incredible about this treat of a car that we were talking about was like, you know, we, we, we've had the big trucks and we've done all that stuff. And then we came down to the little cars for gas conservation and getting older and we don't need to flash and dash. Not that we've been flashy and dashy, But I realized what was the most special thing about what we wanted to treat ourselves to. Wanted to treat ourselves to another vehicle, you know, a Jeep, We have a little more, more space. We hit the road. We're, we're sports parents. We spent the last 14 years of our lives traveling the country with a gymnast. We like hitting the road. We like going places. And I realized that the best part of that treat wouldn't be the physical car. It would be the memories that were inside of the car on the road. The laughs, the jokes, the stops, the times, the going out to different places in different states. That is the, that's the gift. Not the car, the car can come and go. Treat yourself to something that matters. Because we ain't here for long, y'all. We're just here for, you know, however however long is allowed, right? (laughs) Treat yourself. Strengthen your mind, strengthen your body, strengthen your spirituality, strengthen your heart, strengthen your love, strengthen your education. Treat yourself because the only treats in the world aren't just material think about it y'all that was Moody Motivation we'll be right back not with Jim News but we'll be right back with some fan feedback and some FB posts of the week followed by Jim News this is Jeff is Moody show on beatbreakradiofm.com treat yourself
1: you're listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on beatbreak87 I know what this is Yo, Sean, this that mad lib, this bounce, this that mad lib bounce right here, man. Listen, hey, 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 young boy, hold on, Sippy Kool-Aid, hold on, let me tell people something real quick before we start this. Yeah, 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 welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Jeff's Moody All that beat break, yeah, yeah, okay, right, right. I told y'all earlier, right, we were going to be playing some producers that were influenced by Jay Dillard, so many of them were. And like, I'm going to tell you all again, a lot of these are Jay Dilla vibe, but don't get it twisted. These producers got their own thing. Mm -hmm. It's just that they, they, a lot of their tracks, they pay homage to Dilla. They'll tell you that. This is Mad Lib. Let me tell y'all something, man. This is one of the best producers in the game. Commercial success. I think he got a taste of that. He had, he is respected out of this world. But the average person that doesn't study music doesn't know about Madlib. I'm gonna tell y'all what, hey, young boy. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try to get Madlib on 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 the phone check this summer. I'm gonna get Madlib on the phone check this summer. We gonna talk about more than music too. But this that bounce, all right. Just wanted to let y'all know. Like I said, we, we you know we we want to play some other bounces that that was influenced by the late great Jay Della. All right, let's do some fan feedback, man. What up, Matt? Yeah, Sean, I'm doing it my way. Yo, boy, what's wrong with that? Shit. I'm doing doing it the way I think the show should go. Do some fan feedback, man. Eric0404 says, a great phone show this week. Big props to your panel and all the topics. It's weird because I'm very much used to hearing you do shows alone, which are my favorite, but you all had some great conversation that really pulled me in. In terms of the psychological effect of the coronavirus, I was right along with you as I thought about how devastating this has been for my two graduating seniors. They both have worked extremely hard to achieve success academically, and to know they won't see a prom or graduation has been heartbreaking for the whole family. What we've we've done around here is sympathize with them, but also gently remind them that they are just two of the Lord knows how many tens of millions or more students who have been cheated out of their reward by this virus, and let's not forget this administration ring the bell play that mad lib play that mad lib but that's another story i hope i'm not going too long but listening to your wife i can see why you married her she cares about the kids that are suffering more than ours the abused the hungry and the dangerously offset school was indeed a safe place for them once she i'm sorry she said a, a safe place for many of them once we all understand and gain that perspective, even though things are tough right now, it will help us all get by and ride this thing out. Great show, funny show, deep show, perfect as always. Please stay safe and best wishes to you and your family. Marie Long, if I can add my name. Well, God damn it. Ring the bell. Queen, of course you can add your, add your name. I tell people all the time when y'all text, man, put your name behind the text because, you know, your number pops up without without anything. Some I I guess some people don't, you know, some people they forget or some people maybe they don't even want their names. But when you do add it, Marie Long, I'm going to remember. I don't even know how to. Let me tell you something. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's so much work that goes into this show. This show is just not put together and just done you know in in 30 minutes Um, there is work and and this is not the bread and butter so there's work there's sacrifice and there's work and I'm telling when people recognize it I humbly accept it so thank you so much and big up to the people that help me do things I'm not you know first of all they gotta get me sober enough to record second of all we gotta I gotta do I, I compile all of this show stuff for self uh let, let me make an exception. Let me take that back. Because you have people like my baby brother Casino. You have people like uh Cody. You have so many people that are sending me stuff. Uncle JC. Uncle JC sends a continuous amount of stuff to see if I'm interested in using. So I, you, you may want to use it. Let me send it to you. So no, I, I let me take that back. People do help me. Mrs. Moody will send something in a heartbeat if she thinks I want to talk about it. So let me let me salute them and let me salute uh, Cousin Ed Naturell Casino and Mrs. Moody for that that show last week. It was a great show. Um, As far as what you're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, it's a devastating effect on people, but we. You know what, Queen Marie, we we'll, we'll, we got it. We got it. We, you know, we just want to stay smart. We want to stay wise and we don't trust this government and we don't know what the fuck they're really doing. Or if it's a coronavirus or something, we don't know if it's biological warfare, they testing out. This government to do it to its citizens, ain't no getting around that. So we don't know. But we'll stay strong. So thank you for that. And I'm going to relay that to, to to all of them. I think all of them listen to the... I'm not sure all of them. I know I know, I know, know. Uh, Casino and Mrs. Moody, and I think for the most part, Cousin there listen to the show. Right, catch Naturelle and see if she listens every week. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I love it to death, but I don't. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you for that, Queen. That means a lot. I'm sure they're going to appreciate that, man. Uh, King Cedric said, the homeboy casino said it all. Grown women don't wear Jordans, LOL. At least not every day like those shits are dress shoes. A young chick can indeed look older, but like you said Moody, all it takes is a few minutes of convo to know if you're talking to a woman or a child. Throw that motherfucker in jail. And y'all leave David Gergen alone on his yacht. David Gergen. David Geffen, you mean? <laughs> Cedric, the fuck is wrong with you? You texting drunk? He said Gergen. You probably make Geffen, I guess. Cedric, who the fuck is David Gergen? <laughs> yeah, sure, play that man, live. Stop laughing. Drink your Kool-Aid. <laughs> I just fucking what you said. You make Geffen, I'm sure. Yeah, leave David, leave David. I'm going to call him Gergen from now on. Leave David Gergen alone on his yacht those same motherfuckers complaining would be the same ones on the yacht taking the same selfies damn jealous haters don't smack fire out of heat (laughs) i won't i won't i won't we uh, unanimously agreed said that we wasn't gonna do that and what city has the guy who's having strippers deliver food big bro i'm about to order a 20 piece wing some hennessy and a private lap dance in this bitch and you know that big homie. Peace. Peace, said, man. Yo, that dude, I think said, I think I, I realized said was down early, right? I think I read from said early, man. I think it was like episode 20 or something like that. he been riding. Thank you, said man. You don't know what it means to me, bro. Thank you. This is from Mama Cummings, y'all. Now I talked about her at the beginning of the show today and she heard the show last week and she said I'm listening to you on your March 30th show talking about 25 year old man and 14 year old girls went to iPod and couldn't communicate you still Jeff real talk from Brooklyn Mama Jean still representing and loving you and and that was her comment. She had another one regarding it and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. Mama, if you listen, I couldn't find the other comment you had, but I love you back. And like I told y'all, I had the greatest convo with her um over over the week and it was just I mean, it really did a lot for me. You know, speaking about strengthening your spiritual and mental and your heart and everything, that's what it did for me. But let, let me it's something she said I wanna explain to y'all really quick, all right? you know, sean play that play that Play that Mad Lib. Let me explain what she means when she says she went somewhere and couldn't communicate. So a lot of people think this show is airing like live where they can text it in real time and I understand that because you're coming on to a, a internet radio station and you're hearing the sound quality, you're hearing the way it moves and you're hearing me give out a number and stuff and you're hearing commercials and all that and you're like, oh, I can text him right now and I might hear it on the show. So we're not doing that yet. The shows are pre-recorded. I cut mine as close to Monday as I can. So I'm not doing real time live yet. Notice I said yet because I'm going to. All right. But I will. But just not yet. All right. So family, just to remind you all, a new show comes out every Monday. 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That show that you hear on Monday in case you miss it during the week because it's running real time, it is replayed Tuesday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. So, fam, if you can't... We understand people are working and they can't always listen. If you miss the new show that comes out every Monday, you can catch it Tuesday through Friday 3 to 6 p.m. in that real time frame, all right? Um... Because this is a budding internet station, we run the shows in real time like any station would. But just remember, y'all, if y'all miss the show all week, you know, if you can't catch it Monday through Friday, you can always go to ReachOneNetwork.com and catch the On Demands family less than a week after these shows are done it's on Reach One Network so I got 50 plus episodes of the Jeffers Moody show on Reach One Network so for those of you that are like I just can't catch the show at those hours you're good just go and catch the demands and catch up and then wait a few days after the new show comes out and you can catch that show okay so thank you mama and for you I'm happy she said that because that gives me a chance to explain it to the fam Um, check it out y'all uh uh um brody 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 said he said his oh brody said his young sister is 15 years old and the 20 plus year old pervert that touches her is a dead man walking Nuff said i kills for mines like how you get down Jay. shout out your boy brody well uh brody of course i'm going to shout you out if you out here killing motherfuckers i don't blame you though i don't blame you catching a body over somebody raping your sister because that's rape but you know the conversation was based around did he legitimately know or not um i gotta stand i gotta stand by it y'all if a guy genuinely like if you can give him a lie detector test a peek into his brain Like majority report, right? And see what he would do in advance. If he did not know sincerely, I don't think he should go to jail. But if he did or even suspected, I think he should go under the jail. But I don't know how a 25-year-old doesn't know he's talking to a 14 to 16-fucking-year-old kid. You know, Brody, what up to you, Brody? Spread the word, bro. Spread the word. Thank you for tuning in. Let me know who put you on, too. Let me know who put you on to the show. Let me do one more, y'all. Serene says, very good show and very good conversation. I love everybody's points and really just love the tone and texture of your voice. You have a great radio voice and that cousin Ed needs to do more talking because y'all two are the sexy voice twins. Hey. Well, you know, baby, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what i mean? Yo, Serene, you know what I'm saying? just we don't try it's not like we do this you know to try to impress anybody we just we're just going about our business you know what I'm saying baby you know what I'm saying baby <laughs> thank you ma I'll let cousin Ed know <laughs> if he's not listening right now I only she goes on to say I only have one not negative thing to say but just a reminder for the beautiful and very intelligent Mrs. Moody she mentioned and I'm not and I'm sure not in a purposely offensive way that you guys uh, okay, let me get this right. She and not in a purposely offensive way that you guys were lucky. Oh, okay, that all of you guys were lucky, talking about those in the conversation, were lucky to have kids that come from air quotes good homes and basically don't have to worry about food or abuse. Those weren't her words in exact quotes, so forgive me. I'd like her to know that many kids who don't have the luxury of certain things also come from good homes, with hardworking and loving parents who are just struggling to get by. It's almost like I know she didn't mean it like that, But I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that maybe I took it a certain way because I was a single mom who did my very best to give my kids everything. And we often fell short. But the home was good. Please don't take me wrong. I loved her in her commentary. But maybe I just had a flashback of being criticized back in the day for basically doing all I can do. My babies are grown, loving and successful now. So I can proudly say that they had a good home love you guys on the show say hey to dj Naturale and keep being the best okay ring the bell for you ring the bell for you queen and absolutely congratulations for you know raising your kids while you were struggling to come up and everything now i can tell you that um mrs moody didn't mean it like that i don't think that's i don't think that's what she was talking about in fact When I got your correspondence, I ran that by her and she explained, you know, she's very respectful of you because your input is valuable. You know, we need to be checked when when I'm doing something, y'all check me. You know, and when I have guests on my show, you know, anybody that volunteers to come on the show, they are, you know, they're they're susceptible to criticism or praise or whatever the thing they're they're open to it because they're on the show all right she didn't mean it like that what 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 she was talking mostly about are kids that are coming out of abusive homes and school was their shelter and an abusive home is not a good home and so I, she might have threw the food in and she really wanted to respond to that in the most respectful way. But I didn't know when I would be recording if, if she would be accessible. But I can tell you that I, I have so much respect for that. I have so much respect that you peeped that out and you spoke on it. You know, not only does it show you're listening, but it shows that you care about what we're talking about. So I can tell you she's the last one to 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 have that state of mind she just that's not how she meant it i think she was talking more about um when kids are coming out of bad homes not so much that not so much about crab legs and steak like that but when they're they're going to school for refuge they're going to school to for shelter where other kids are coming from home where they're going to school for school you know so she definitely didn't mean it like that thank you so much for pointing that out queen who, who is this again this is serene thank you that's a beautiful name i've always liked the name serene thank you so much for that serene and uh when we get a chance one day if it doesn't you know maybe next week because i wouldn't carry it past next week uh, she would be happy to get on and just break that down so thank you for pointing that out okay thank you so much ring the bell for you we appreciate you all right um now let's do a fb post of the week uh this is from albert from 30 plus entertainment and he asked a great question for fb post of the week albert says i definitely want to know don't be shy then he asks if this statement is true the happier you make her the nastier she is is this true so Albert, let me answer it really quickly. No, that's not true. Because all of the comments were coming back, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." And they were all from women. And then you then you started to get the guys looking in like, "Yes, yes, make her happy, she's nasty. Make her happy, she's nasty. Make her happy, she's nasty." Albert, let me break something down to you. You can make a woman or a man ridiculously happy but their sexual nature is is either something that's, that it is what it is, or it could be something that's growing. Now, can you turn a, can you turn a square, a sexual square into a freak? You absolutely can. But just by way of making her happy, doesn't guarantee that she's going to be a freak and I'm I'm assuming that you're talking about you know life happiness because you didn't say anything about money or sex it's just make her happy in life right if I'm wrong then I'll reach out and hopefully we can go back and forth with that I'm going to ask I'm going next time I get a panel up I'm going to ask that question Uh, I'm going to say that's not true i'm gonna say there are a lot of women that are real happy and you still hear about they men complaining about them sexually some people are just not whores in the bed they're not they might have tried it didn't like it they might may have done it before y'all know what i always say man if somebody's been doing something and stopped then they fucked up but if they've never been doing it uh, or and don't even try like it's nah a woman could be happy with her life her love her job she could be happy with a lot of things and she just may be a cornball in the bed and it's up to you to deal with it or not deal with it but you know it's it's you know uh i don't try to make my wife happy for her to be a whore behind the doors try to make her happy because i want to see her smile you know um I don't really equate making somebody life happy to them being a freak. And I'm a nasty bastard. So my level of horror is a a crazy level of horror. I'm going to say no. A lot of people said, yes, Alfred. I'm going to Albert. I'm going to say no. All right. Real quick. Nikki from 30 Plus Entertainment. She says, guys. Do you make sure your woman is sexually satisfied after a session or do you just assume she is? Nikki, I'm going to tell you real quick. This is not going to take long at all. Nikki, I'm an adult. Make sure she's satisfied. Like how am I asking her if I've been with a woman long enough? I can tell if she's happy, satisfied or not. So, I don't know. Make sure she's happy. Like, what? Do I say, was the dick good? There's nothing wrong with asking, was the dick good? Oh, sorry, Sean Garvey, penis. Ah, shit. I went like two or three weeks without saying dick. Damn. Man. Play that Dylan, Sean. Cover your ears for a little bit. What do you mean? I mean, actually, like, are we asking? Her body language and facial expressions and movements should tell you if she's happy, if you know her enough. Um... And also, I expect a woman to be an adult. If you have enough sex and haven't been satisfied, say something. We're not children. Say something. I know if I'm not sexually satisfied after a while, I say something. Fuck out of here. Time to play with that. These ejaculations of mine are valuable. (laughs) My ejaculations are, or my ejaculations used to be famous. Whether they was in you or on you. it was special. Too much? Sean Garvey, too much? Oh, God damn it. Young Sean, cover your ears and just play that. Who we play? who is this right now? Ah, oh, don't even matter. Just mad live. I don't know who it is. Ah oh, man. I'm just saying, my, my my ejaculations are valuable, people. You know, I put I put worth on myself. I don't take myself for granted whose beat is this that I'm talking this foolery over uh I it's mad lit. sorry about that mad lit. I'm just saying my ejaculations are they're, they're multi I rarely have sex without just having one I'm a multi nutter shit they take advantage of my ejaculations that's all I'm saying yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Queen, uh, Nikki. Like how? I just know. I, but I've been married for a while. Maybe that's not fair. But before I was married, I knew if a woman was satisfied or not because I studied a body. You're supposed to study a woman's body and study her habits, like she should. A man, maybe not on a one night stand, but anybody you're having sex with, you know, frequently learn how to please them you should know but ladies and gentlemen please express yourself talk we're not little kids don't get some bad penis of vagina and be quiet and keep sleeping with that person say something they may not be willing to change you gotta get up out of there so I don't you know queen I don't I don't know I don't know I mean how 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 do they express it you should know already all right that was Fan Feedback, and that was the FB Post of the Week. Family, we're gonna be right back with some gym news on the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and reach one Young yeah, Sean, take your, take your hands off your ears, boy. Sip on a little bit of Kool-Aid. We'll be right back. I don't think there's no air covering for Jim News.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: On Beatbreak87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show You know, young Sean, I got to get something off my chest Before we do this gym news who, who we got bouncing? that? That's Flying Lotus That's another dope producer, y'all Flying Lotus Flying Lotus Go, Yo, listen, go on YouTube, put it Flying Lotus Beats off the chain Play that Flying Lotus bounce, young Sean He's so dope Yo, before I do this gym news, let me just say something, man. I want to tell y'all, for those of you that that inquire as to if I am under the influence of some kind of drug or alcohol when I do my show, first of all, first of all, I don't do narcotic. Now, I would imagine that light beer is a drug of some sort. So if you want to call that a drug, no, no, young Sean, cover your ears because I'm hurt, man. My feelings hurt. Hold on. We're going to get the gym news. All I do is drink light beer. I don't even drink heavy beer. I don't drink hard liquor. I don't smoke anything. I don't pop pills. I don't do nothing. I put nothing in my nose. I drink light beer. And I'm offended that some of you think that I'm always under the influence when I do my job. Ring the bell. Play that flying lotus. What the hell is wrong with y'all? Y'all think I can't do a show without sipping on something? Huh? I look that unprofessional to y'all? Nah, man, I'm mad about this shit, man. Play that flying lotus, that shit sound good. Play it. <laughs> shit. All right, I just had to get that off my chest. What do y'all think? I'm drinking right now while I'm, I'm work. Y'all think I'm drinking now while I'm doing this show? Well, you're right. But don't mean you had to say it out loud. (laughs) Nah, I'm saying the coronavirus got y'all down. It ain't got me down. You damn right. I'm sipping. I'm sipping on something. Shoot. Shoot. Young Sean, can you believe that? That people accurately, uh, uh accurately accuse me of drinking on the job, although I've admitted to it a million times. Alright. Had to get that off my chest, man. You know what I'm saying, young Sean, you gotta stand up for yourself sometime, boy. Y'all gonna accuse me of doing something I do. How dare y'all? <laughs> Let's do the gym news, y'all. Y'all alright? Everybody good? All right, man. Keep your spirits up. Smile, y'all. We ain't got no choice. Smile and be wise. Smile and be wise. Let's go, y'all. Gym News. Okay, this should have really been in dumb shit news, and I don't know how I made it to gym News people, but Melania Trump urges Americans to wear face coverings in public. Now, I do have the ability to use sound effects on this show, but we just don't at the moment. We will, but we just don't right now. I just like going straight through right now, right? Uh, this story goes on to say, First Lady Melania Pancake Trump is encouraging Americans to wear face masks to help prevent the spread of the novel co- coronavirus after the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, that's the, the thing that her husband took money out of, uh, issued such a recommendation on Friday. Now, Now, here's all I want to say. Um, first of all some of you may be wondering why did I say Melania Pancake okay the, the article didn't call her pancake I call Melania Pancake because her ass is as flat as a pancake if I had a Woody it would certainly go limp looking at Melania nude don't mean no disrespect I'm just saying what my is talking about y'all still there Play that, play that uh, Flying Lotus, man. Nah, nah, nah you cover your ears if you want. Cover one ear, drink the Kool-Aid with the other ear. Right, why is this lady, can I ask y'all a question seriously? Why is Melania talking? Why? What does she do? You know there 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 there's been a there's been a lot of a lot of first ladies they've all been active and invisible and I understand Melania don't want to be seen in public with Donald I get it. Yo this has to be the most do nothing first lady on the face of the planet. She's the contradiction to everything this cocksucker's talking about. Melania shut up. We don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Do you know that if your husband wasn't the second coming of white supremacy, do you know that all of the right wingers would be calling you an illegal immigrant and saying, "Sing your ass back home, Melania? Why are you talking? Who gave you permission to talk? Why is Pancake talking? Shut up. Nobody want to hear nothing you got to say. You couldn't even. Yo, yo. Your initiative is to stop online bullying, and your husband is the uh, online bully. Melania, shut up.
2: Flying Lotus.
0: I want everybody to wear the mask because if you put on the mask, you will not catch the. Uh, Haina King virus You will not catch the Corona 12 pa- You will not catch the Guinness Stalk Shut up Shut up We don't want to hear you talking Be quiet Shut up Moving right along mm play that flunker. play play that lotus french doctors said uh covet 19 vaccines should be tested on poor africans now i mean you know uh they tried to explain this off but it is what it is you know uh, this goes on to say many companies and scientists have gone to work to combat the spread of COVID. Uh, dash 19 also known as the coronavirus many are coming up with solutions that may be helpful while others like two of the top doctors in france have come up with some questionable solutions to vaccine testing while on live television two top french doctors were discussing options for testing a new COVID 19 vaccine with one scientist Jean paul myra why are all these motherfuckers named Jean paul begin to say that Africa should be a hub for coronavirus vaccine testing since the continent lacks the resources to go against the virus. Myra said, if I can be provocative, that see, he said, if I could be provocative, right? That shows that he had racism on his mind. Shouldn't we do this study in Africa where there are no masks, no treatment and no intensive care a bit like we did in some studies on AIDS? We tried things on prostitutes because they are highly exposed and do not protect themselves. Another doctor, Camille Lowe, chimed in and said, you are right. We are actually thinking of a parallel study in Africa to use with the same kind of approach with B, C, G, placebos. So they they received backlash and all this and all that. Listen, tell you guys something real quick, right? First of all, fuck both of them. Uh, but when they were being called out a lot of other doctors immediately called the two out for their racism and adolf hitler-like suggestions do you guys know that this is the mindset of adolf hitler you see how donald trump reminds you a lot of hitler these two doctors had that same mindset that was the hitler mindset just to let you know in case you didn't know One doctor responded to the bid and said, racist French COVID-19 scientists think that black bodies and black lives are meant for experimentation. That is what Adolf Hitler did with Jews and foreigners in Germany. Shame on France. Y'all gotta tell you, I don't ever, y'all know what I say? Uh, if, If you've been listening to this show for a long time, what do I always say about racism people? Don't I always say that if you want me to stop talking about racism, the only thing you have to do is to stop doing racist shit, right? Don't I? Haven't I been saying that for 30, 40 weeks now? 50 weeks whenever I start talking about racism on the show, which knowing me was probably from day one. Black folks, you are hated because you are unlike anyone else. Don't get it fucked up. People don't spend this much time hating on a people that are worthless or nothing. That melanin, our bone structure, our motherfucking ageless beauty, our intelligence—we hate. That's that's why. Fuck these two. Where's the outrage? Where, where's the? Where? Yo, big up to all the doctors that had something to say to these two shitbags this is america though so we probably don't take that any kind of way i mean you know we did have the tuskegee experiment you know if we want to test out what syphilis does to the body ooh, let's do it do it do it to black people see how see how it affects them it's america we got the same history america you proud all right i'm just saying moving right along don't get mad let's not get touchy here play that lotus Georgia man pleads guilty to plotting attack on the White House. Georgia, hold this L. I hate Donald Trump with a passion. I think he's the most despicable human in the world, but I I don't condone anybody going to just, uh, I mean, vote, vote motherfuckers, vote. If you if you if you watch less reality TV and if you stayed more focused on what your politicians are doing, the political system wouldn't be out of control. I can't condone somebody that wants to storm the White House. I can't do it. But anyway, according to the AJC, that's the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Asher Jalal Tahib, 23. Oh, man, the right wing is going to have a field day on you. They're going to call you a Muslim terrorist. Although it's been proven right now that the GOP are the actual American terrorists. All the American terrorists are the white men in office on the right wing side. But they're going to get you. Dude, you did it to yourself, though. He pleaded guilty to planning an attack on the White House. Tahid reportedly became the target of a sting operation that involved federal law enforcement, duping the 23-year-old, 23, 23 years old, he fucked his whole life up, y'all, into believing he was buying a truckload of weapons for his attack on Washington. Tahid was originally arrested in January 2019 and pleaded guilty to one count of planning to destroy a federal building. His sen- sentencing is scheduled to take place on June 23rd. I'm gonna just tell you guys. This is how much people hate Donald Trump. You know why he wins? He wins in those electorate states, right? It's it's not. If the popular vote mattered, which they proved in 2016, it actually doesn't. uh, He would have lost by almost 4 million votes. Motherfuckers are mad enough. And let me tell you, some of the inbreds, some of the sister wives and brother husbands, there somebody's gonna come at Donald, but I can't wish that kind of harm on somebody, y'all. I'm sorry. It's not that I'm afraid of the FBI knocking on my door for from a broadcast, but just seriously, you know, I said the other week I don't even want Donald to catch the coronavirus. You wish shit on people, that should have come back to you, you know. Especially if the now Donald Trump is evil, he deserves whatever he gets. But it, and I don't have no problem with evil people in them getting a medicine. I'm just not going to say it because you might wish something on somebody evil and may happen to you. Now, I'm guilty of that because I, you know, I do. you got child molesters and murderers and stuff. I usually wish bad shit on them. All right. But I'm just saying, yo, you're going to jail for a long time, my man, your ass out. And I can't co-sign you. Sorry about that. A lot of people are worried about, um, all the jails releasing uh, inmates and California is set to release 3,500 prison inmates due to COVID-19 due due to the pandemic so the California Department of Corrections is set to release 3,500 inmates amid the coronavirus outbreak officials are swiftly processing inmates currently serving time for non-violent offenses and are up for parole as well let me say this real quick anyway listen I know why people are afraid uh, now for the non violent guys I think that inhumane people should be treated inhumane but i'm fucked up in the head like that you know me and baby bro casino was talking about how fucked up we are in the head when it comes to evil people but non violent offenders there's a lot of people especially people of color that are in jail that shouldn't even be in jail yeah you got to let you got to let them go you got to let them go y'all so um I think they're going to start letting violent criminals go with some kind of supervision if they can. I mean, you can't just leave people in there to just die. Like, you just can't. All right, so uh, that was Jim News. I'm going to tell y'all something, man. I don't know how Melania snuck on my real. She was straight dumb shit news. Smack the fire out of she. The first time ever we're going to smack the fire out of somebody on Jim News. Smack the fire out of she. Fuck it. I don't care if it's Jim News. Yo, for them inmates getting out you know you're going back but you know get your life we don't even know why you're in jail so it's hard to get on y'all for the violent ones that's why people are afraid like if you let a habitual violent person out they're going to do more violence don't don't hey don't don't knock people's fear because i think that's legitimate but for the non-violent ones you know make use this time to get your life right do your time do your sentencing and understand this system is against you and, and try to steer clear, all right? You know, bless everybody. We want everybody to be safe for the most part, okay? We do. That was Jim News, y'all. We'll be right back with Dumb Shit News slash Smack fire all today. It's the Jeffers Moody Show on BeatbreakRadioFM.com, network.com. I forgot, I got another text. Somebody simply said, you're good at your job, if not a bit pleasantly obnoxious I don't know how I can be pleasantly obnoxious but thank you you're right (laughs) we'll be back
1: you're listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on Beat Break 87 welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show and uh, once again man we want to thank everybody that's listening and whether you're on the road because you're essential or whether you're on the road just because you need to be for whatever reason Uh, wherever you're at we are wishing you guys safety Uh, we love you guys you guys be careful you guys make sure to care for each other and you know and and yourselves as well thank you so much for listening to the show and please continue to spread the word family let's do a quick dumb shit news slash smack fire let's stay with that flying lotus man let's stay with that young boy play that bounce play that flying lotus bounce All right, family Uh, so alright Twins born during the pandemic are named Corona and COVID. If I was making this up, it would be so much better if I was just making this up to make you laugh. But you guys know that I'm not. Two children were born in a pandemic and their parents named them, I think I'm going Corona, to to see
2: the doctor. my neck feels like it's COVID.
0: Oh. a boy and a girl born in the midst of India's coronavirus lockdown have been named after the deadly virus. The parents of COVID and Corona hope, <laughs> hope the twins names will serve as a reminder of the hardships they overcame as they were brought into the world during the pandemic. But the couple from the city of Rapport say they might change their minds later and rename the children. Who let these two procreate? You know, sometimes you just can't stop who ejaculates in in other people, right? And who chooses to carry some babies? You know, they wanted the children to be reminded the children don't fucking know that they were born in a pandemic. So why would you name them after the pandemic? What are you reminding them of? You know, it's like for all my people that came up in in poverty, how, how many of you would name your children poverty? Matter of fact, I think we should start naming certain babies Section Eight. Section Eight Johnson. Wick Anderson. Hillbilly Taylor. Uh, the fuck is wrong with people man I think I'm going to have to see the doctor
2: my neck feels like it's broken
0: you know they said uh, we thought about these names and when the hospital staff also started calling the babies as corona and covid see the hospital was calling them the daily virus they said we finally decided to name them after the pandemic so um babies are healthy so salute salute to that ring 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 the bell for healthy babies for for little covid and and corona y'all go little covid and corona and they have been discharged with their mother you know this guy got with her and he he put one in that uterus y'all and she carried them. and uh it is what it is salute to little covid and 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 and, uh little, little corona all right man leads police on a high-speed chase while trying to teach his dog to drive now some of you may be laughing at this because i think it's the title of the show however i'm going to tell y'all many nights i've been too tired to be in a car and wish i had a dog that could drive according to ksat12 this is a news station in washington state a 51 year old man was arrested after attempting to teach his pit bull to drive and leading police on a high speed chase in the process. He is now facing charges including DUI, reckless driving, hit and run, and felony eluding. The man or his dog struck several cars in their path at speeds and clocked 100 miles per hour in the man's 1996 Buick during the pursuit. When the troopers finally stopped the man, they found the the dog dog. in the driver's seat. According to the officers, the man said he was teaching his dog to drive and was helping steer the vehicle from the passenger seat. Now, I got to tell y'all something. There's something more incredible than this man teaching his dog how to drive, and that is the fact that he got a 96 Buick to go 100 miles an hour. I mean, shit. They should let him go for that alone. He should have been let go for that alone, but I got to tell y'all. How do y'all feel about that? Hit me up, six seven eight three eight six five three three one 386 uh, uh, on Instagram at the Jeff Is Moody Show. Would you teach your dog to drive? This motherfucker clearly had his, his pit bull in a sit-up human position. He had his paws on the steering wheel and he had his foot on the gas because the pit, the pit bull couldn't reach the fucking gas, right? And the man was helping him stare. And I got to tell you, uh, Lassie was a bad motherfucker, y'all. I think that if Lassie hadn't kicked the bucket, I think at some point in time, Lassie would have ended up driving the family to the hospital or some shit like that. So let's not knock dog driver's courses. Come on, you guys are too judgmental. Let's not be like that. I mean, you want to teach a dog to drive? I wouldn't suggest doing it on an interstate. You know, maybe that's a trailer park. trailer park anderson he was teaching the dog how to drive all right let, let's do a little bit of holy insanity here oh by the way by the by the way by the way the, the smack the fire alter he smack the fire alter he because your dog's really not supposed to be driving okay to the parents of corona and and covid smack the fire all the day, alta alta papa alta mama smack the fire all the day. we're gonna smack some more fire too and a little bit of holy insanity on dumb shit news today multi-millionaire televangelist and i think he's kind of like a demon uh kenneth copeland he tells viewers that even if they lose their jobs because of the coronavirus outbreak they must continue giving to the church whatever whatever you do right now don't you stop a thing give that money he's by the way y'all this is real go look it up this is real Get that money, Kenny. I ain't mad at you. He he, I want you to notice there's a theme that's going to go on here. He's a right wing evangelical. Right. Let's move on. Last Sunday in Tampa, Florida, the Pentecostal pastor and conspiracy theorist Rodney Howard Brown conducted two services for full houses at his river church. The pack audiences uh, audience spent hours together taking in hymns and Howard Brown's extended sermon sermon, even as projections estimated that Florida's coronavirus death toll would rise into the thousands. But Howard Brown is just one of the most prominent religious leaders on the Christian right who are endangering their flocks in the rest of America by claiming the virus is a hoax or that it can only be defeated by supernatural means rather than science health care uh, policy so how would Brown the crazy preacher he calls it a phantom plague I think I'm
2: going and in to
0: recent pass. weeks it's he wrong. has insisted My that his congregants so that embrace and shake hands exhorting them that they were revivalists not pansies so on Monday he was finally arrested for violating Florida's rules on social distancing uh, what is he family you want to know what he is he's a right-wing evangelical y'all seeing anything here let's keep it pseudo holy with the dumb news shall we because none of these slime balls are true men of god young sean play that bounce sip kool-aid an evangelical pastor is claiming the coronavirus is god's death angel and that death angel is seeking justice for those transgendering little children and also that death angel is coming to form a coronavirus for them putting filth on TVs and movies. This was Pastor Rick Wiles. And guess what he is? Hey, That's right, folks. He's a right-wing evangelical. Another would-be prophet, Jeremiah Johnson, claimed last week to have had a prophetic dream in which God had spoken to him about the coronavirus. God came down and spoke to him audibly about the virus. And Jeremiah dreamed that he was in. A, this is his dream, y'all. He dreamed that he was in a baseball stadium with Trump, who was up to bat. Donald Trump. Trump outwitted a demonic pitcher. So Trump is batting. And there's a demon pitching to Trump. This is Jeremiah's dream. See, the pitcher was the devil. <laughs> he was trying to strike Donald out. I'm not making this up, y'all. My neck.
2: Feels so like Johnson a
0: said God had Locked told us. him the enemy has intended to strike out Donald Trump at a very critical hour in history. But behold, supernatural help is on the way for I will slow down the advancement of the enemy and allow Donald to knock the virus out of the park. Guess what, folks? Yup. You all guessed it. This fucking idiot is a right wing evangelical. Smack the fire, altar he. Smack the fire, altar day. Smack the fire, altar every. Yo, as a matter of fact, I keep telling y'all, Donald Trump ain't the biggest threat to America. His cult is the people that follow somebody so obviously evil and stupid they're they're more dangerous than him. These preachers everybody's always mad at the preachers they're drug dealers, they're hustlers they're scam artists what about the fucking people that decided to come out and sit next to each other in the midst of a pandemic. Now those people are going to be statistics in spreading a global deadly virus around from their activities at church they should all go to jail why are you just ar- if you can ar- can I ask y'all a question if you can arrest a preacher for getting people to come to church why can't you arrest the president for convincing his idiot cult that this is a hoax why is the president not in jail I think I'm going these to these followers to the they My need to go to jail too like they are going to get people I'm sick They they are going to be spreaders of this virus. And media just doesn't do enough to expose this. Shame on you. That was dumb shit news. Smack the fire altar day. Smack the fire altar. Smack the fire altar day. Smack the fire altar. The man with the dog. Smack the fire altar. Corona and COVID. Mama and daddy. Smack the fire altar. The pit bull. All my dog lovers, dogs are cool with me too. That little motherfucker should have known he ain't belonging behind the wheel of no car. Because he's obviously smarter than his owner. Smack the fire all today. we be back, y'all, with things people shouldn't have to tell you on the Jeff is Moody show. Young Sean, play that bounce. I, I done lost my list. I don't know who we're coming back with, but I'm sure it's going to be hot. Let's go.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on is Beat is Break Moody. 87. Hi, <laughs> <right>, young Sean. <laughs> yeah yeah you you know I know you sit over there and you like yo one day my uncle is going to we, we won't be here but, but young Sean really seriously what do I say that's wrong I tell the truth I just don't do it the way everybody is used to it you know what I'm saying let's, uh, let's talk about some things people shouldn't have to tell you young boy sip your Kool-Aid and don't follow the crowd I will not be criticized today Revolution will not be televised. You know, um uh, when I finish this show, we're having uh crab legs and baked potatoes and some I think corn and uh skirt steak. And I gotta make it all. So I'm going I'm going from one gig to another. I'm going from I'm going young Sean, I'm going from radio gig to daddy and husband gig, and I love it. I love it My wife never minds cooking If I She's not She's she's not a person That cooks a lot But if you ask her She never tells you no But that's one of my hobbies y'all So you know That's what I gotta do after this So Let's do things that people Shouldn't have to tell you Alright So let's start with an easy one Young boy Oh This right here Yo this beat right here This is the deli Family Like I'm telling you Go Y'all can just go do your thing Go listen Go on YouTube and put in the deli, put in the deli beats or something like that. There are so many great production uh uh, 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 producers and teams that were inspired by Jay Dilla. Listen, family, in your life, try to inspire people. People wonder why I always roll with Dilla. You know, I'm a studio guy. I could I could get my own beats. I just like Dilla He inspires me He inspires me to talk I don't need music to do a show I've done plenty of shows in the past With podcasts and without music and stuff But this is me This is what I do And I'm inspired by Dilla That's why I don't need a lot of script and stuff in front of me I I feel the rhythm This is the deli right here, y'all Man Let's talk about some things uh, people shouldn't have to tell you All right, let's start with an easy one, y'all Um Let's start with something that nobody uh, should ever have to tell you: put a condom on when you're having sexual relationships, y'all. Is this so hard? Is this so fucking hard? If you're having relationships with somebody you don't know, or if you're not ready to procreate and make a human life, put a condom on. What? What is the? What's the confusion, people? Seriously, you know, at some point in time, I can see the young people fucking up with that although it's still inexcusable but no 30 40 50 year old people still catching stds because they ain't put a condom on and a condom doesn't guarantee you're not going to catch an std but lord knows it sure does i said show s-h-o-l-l his shoulders Increase the chances Everybody walking around here Talking about a motherfucking bandana Handkerchief tied over your face Ain't gonna do nothing for the coronavirus I bet you it'll do more than nothing Having nothing on my face Shit Put a condom on Who still has to tell you that Yo you know what I mean, Let me modify that If you over 18 who has to tell you that Moving right along. My pet lovers are not gonna like this, but fuck y'all. Cause y'all be causing accidents and shit. You think your pets are 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 safe to be in your lap in a fucking vehicle while your stupid ass is driving your car? Who who taught you that? Who taught you that was cool? Now, a lot of y'all are listening to the show, you're either putting your head down or you're laughing or you're gonna go into denial. Are you one of them stupid motherfuckers that is set in a car in a fucking 8000 ton vehicle and, and motherfucking uh, put a dog or a cat on your lap? What the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Who has to tell you not to do that? You know, thank goodness for this law firm. Uh, nah, don't turn the show off. See, that, that's the problem. That's what I was talking about with me and Mama Cummins. We keep it real. We keep it 100. We can tell you what Mama tell them. I got to call her. She's going to be on the phone chat. She's going to be on the phone chat. Listen, we go, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't dislike you. I'm just telling you the truth. Who told you stupid bastards that shit was smart? What's wrong with you? Okay, I kind of had to vent a little bit. Thank goodness for this law firm named Garland Samuel and Law because they apparently decided that people are so dumb that they needed to remind you about driving in your car with your pet. Like that little mofo is an actual human passenger and shit, and he's not. They didn't have to tell you. They shouldn't have had to tell you this, but they did. So they they just gave a list of uh, things that can make you fucking crash and You know, you may not think of your pet as a distraction because you love it so much. This is from their website. But when you are driving, any of the following activities could distract you from focusing on the road, playing with your dog while you're driving, petting your dog while you're driving, feeding your dog or giving it treats while you're driving, Lord have mercy, and allowing the dog to roam around the vehicle while you're driving, and allowing your dog to sit in your lap while you drive. Who who the the fuck, why I gotta tell you that? Why I gotta tell y'all that? Y'all ain't know that already? Because y'all cute. Right? You're a cutie pie. When I see people pull up to me with their dog's I'm gonna give y'all a secret, dark secret here. With their dogs on their laps. Honestly. I wanna put my car in park and run out of the car real quick. And <laughs> like when I'm at the red light. <laughs> yeah, all Play that. Play that deli. Play that play that bells. Play that deli bell A lot of times I wanna run out at the red light and I wanna run over to the driver's side. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm being serious here. And I want to punch you and your fucking dog in the face. I do. I want to punch you and your dog in the face. I want to smack the fire outta you. I want to smack the fire outta your dog or your cat. I don't really want to smack your cat, because your cat will fuck around and duck it and scratch the shit out of me. But your fucking dog, he's going to take that LB. He's going to catch a fade. I'll fade your dog in traffic, man i swear to god when i pull up on y'all i I just i look at you crazy but i really want to jump out and i really want to i really want to punch you and your dog in the face man (laughs) am i wrong (laughs) have all of you idiots that drive with your pet in your lap if y'all turn the show off because that would be fucked up that y'all was riding with me this whole time until i said something that struck your nerve wow wow Smack the fire out of you and your fucking dog. Smack the fire out today. I know that shit is reserved for dumb shit news, but I just want I just wanna punch. Just wanna punch you. Like just in the face. I got this yeah sure. youngin. Know mean? I got this visual of punching the dog in the face. Ah shit. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. My bro Anthony Hogan posted a pic of uh, a bunch of used rubber gloves uh, that worthless human beings are throwing on the ground after they apparently leave a supermarket or whatever because the times we're in right now require us to wear as much protection uh, against COVID-19 as possible, you know? And it's already a problem that people don't know not to throw germ and maybe even virus-infected gloves on the ground. But what killed me about that was the fucking gloves were right next to a garbage can. And, And it wasn't a trash can that was overflowing with trash not the picture i saw anthony hogan that's my bro bro not the picture i saw him post Uh, no 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 on the picture i saw him post it wasn't next to an overflowing trash can it looked damn near empty to me uh just somebody with so little decency and regard for others that they literally don't give a damn let me leave these nasty gloves out here for someone else to pick them up maybe a child and take the risk of getting a germ and infection. What is wrong with you people? You know, so what I did, y'all, I don't know if I still got the video, but I'll prove it to y'all. I, I When you go to the supermarket or when you go anywhere now in the parking lot, you see a bunch of rubber gloves. What? I don't get it, folks. How do you figure they belong on the ground? We have to tell you that. that we have to tell you all that. Yo, I'm telling you, it's just so many people that I feel that should just be banned from, from the planet Earth. Like me and Baby Bro Casino, we, we think that uh, murderers, pedophiles, false prophets, thieves, crooked politicians, women abusers, man abusers, child abusers, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and Donald Trump. People like that should all be banned from the planet Earth. It's just purge them all. They should all be removed. We have to tell you to remove your... We got to tell you that. Nobody should have to tell you that. Fam, I'm sorry, especially for my queens out here. Not that guys don't do this. Can, uh, do, do, listen, do you really need to be told to put gas in a fucking car when the empty light has been on for your your whole trip? How long do you think you're supposed to drive that shit? Do guys do it? Yes. So why am I focusing on Queens? Because here's the truth. When, when, when your stupid ass gets stranded in the middle of the night with no gas, it's more dangerous and scary in my mind when you are stranded than me. I feel like I'm safer than you are. Call me a chauvinist, but I care about you. But you're a dummy, though. Yeah, guys do it, too. Do we have to tell you to put gas in the shit? Not not just when it come on. You may say, hey, I go home, I come out in the morning, I do it. I'm talking about when you've been driving 20, 30 fucking miles with the gas light on. We gotta tell you that. I shouldn't have to tell you to hold the door open for people who are behind you. Fellas, I shouldn't have to tell you to rush ahead and grab the door for a woman or a disabled person or especially one of your elders. I shouldn't have to tell you that. I see some of this younger generation and the young Sean, you ain't one of them, but they have to be told all these things. And I just wonder who the fuck is raising them. Ring the bell, sippy Kool-Aid, play the bounce. Are y'all all all right out there? Everybody all right? right. It's just some things I think people shouldn't have to tell you. I think the next time I do a phone check, I'm going to pose this question to my panel. These are just some quick... Things that I, I just don't think people should have to tell you, man. Man, we'll be right back with the Jeff is uh, Moody show, and I gotta tell you, um, we're gonna come back with a, a a young lady asked a question on social media, and uh, you know whatever it's her opinion or whatever, and then I'm gonna tell you all about uh, about some of my favorite dating times. Now we up against the clock now, young Sean, so I don't know. We'll see how all this works. Because we got to get some DJ Natural. We took all of DJ Naturelle down there last week. She got to get something this week. All right, we'll be right back with the Jeff is Moody show. It's just certain things I shouldn't have to tell you. Like, we'll be right back with the Jeff is Moody show. You know, I'm coming back. I got to tell you that.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: On Beat Break 87. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show, man. Let's we up against this clock, young Sean. Let's get moving, baby. Hey, man, I, I, I wanted I wanted to run this by y'all. So, I like I'm I'm starting to set up the show. You know, the show is picking up a great spring and summer vibe. Where I'm going to be talking about something next week, and maybe bring a panel in the week after. All right. So, so Casino hit me with this one. What up, baby, bro? As y'all know, that's the baby, bro. Casino is the one that oversees when uh, we do the. Conference calls He's the one Behind the dials Making sure I don't Fuck everything up uh, Him and Cousin Ed they, they, they Casino does it But if he can't do it Cousin Ed can do it as well Natural can do it Everybody can do it Except me I, but he presented me with something and i, I want to answer this on my own this week but then i, I want to do some panels with this because these gender wars are so outrageous and bitter men and women drive me crazy no matter yo mind y'all i didn't say bitter women only right bitter men and women drive me up a fucking wall so a young lady acts on social media You know, now this is about should should your man give you money in a crisis and stuff, right? So check this out. This lady says, let's argue. So she's obviously doing this just to get conversation because that's what people do on social media. She says, if you are dating a man for six months and he can't loan you $300 when you're in a crisis, he needs to be dumped and blocked without explanation. All right. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but for the sake of entertainment, because that's the only way that I can take something so asinine, the only way I can look at it is as entertainment. She did what so many people do on social media, whether it be through a post or a video or whatever. You say something asinine, you get a reaction. You know and and some of you may be thinking that well moody you say crazy stuff no it's like me all the time and i don't give a about the reaction to it you say something to get hits and whatever whatever if you if you sit and talk to me in, in on a daily basis you'll be like moody's like that all the time except for moody knows there's a time and a place with everything right because i'm the kind of guy that understands what public is so as foul as my mouth is, as loud as I am, fam. When we're out and about, I, I know how. I, I know there's a time and place for everything. But we gotta admit, social media people say things to to get a reaction. And for those that like entertaining it, like me, we have fun with it. But there are too many people that their lives are attached to social media. So when they see a post like this, they go into a personal, serious tizzy over it and I'm worried about those people I'm worried about people that social media controls their emotions so much because a lot of people flipped out on this chick but so she asked a question so I don't know how y'all feel but I'm gonna tell you how I feel you guys can hit me up at 678-386-5331 8, 8, 3, 3, text only and let me know how, how you are looking at it or if you're on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody show she says if a man can't loan you $300 after dating six months, you should drop him, block him, do all of this stuff. My question for you is. How do you, how you know he's not in a time of crisis as well? Because you, what you're saying is you kind of look at him as a bum. If he can't help his lady out with $300 when she needs it. But you might be a fucking bum too. If you need $300, maybe you're a bum bitch. Ever thought about it? Maybe he's a bum, or maybe you're just on hard times and he is too. But what qualifies you for the $300? Uh, is it your vagina I swear to God we're going to have a group conversation and I love vagina and vagina is awesome you know made, you know, vagina's great <laughs> no you don't cover your ears just, just play the bounce I don't even know what we playing right now play the bounce is it your vagina have you have you taken care of him in a crisis like I I know you wanted this for For conversation and debate So you got it What I'm gonna do family I'm actually gonna reach out to her on social media And see if she wants to do a phone chat And call in and we can talk about it And you don't You don't have to give you shit Get your own because apparently somehow within dating him a part of the deal was that he has money when you need it get the fuck out of here do you have money when he needs it please don't say that a man gotta be a man because women women like you seem to be intent on not following the law what a woman is quote unquote supposed to be i bet i couldn't tell you to be barefoot and pregnant i bet you lose your fucking mind wouldn't you you would so I don't know I'm going to leave this question for the fan she said let me go back to her quote let's argue if you are dating a man for six months and he can't loan you $300 when you're in crisis he needs to be dumped and blocked without explanation so without saying anything to him you're going to dump him and by the way Women like you don't take loans. you never had an intention on paying that back. I think you think your vagina is worth $300 and I'm sure it's not. (laughs) I'm sure it's not. I don't know, fam. We'll pick this up next week. I got an idea for next week. Y'all think about that. Think on that all week, all right? Think on that and and we'll talk about it. So I want to tell y'all just a, a real quick um, The dating memories thing. Man, I don't think I'm really going to have time for it uh, because what, what do we got? We got the world's most trifling. Then we got we got two more segments after this. And, and I got to give natural some time. Right. Um, hmm. I'm going to bypass my dating memory think I could bypass them and we're, we're, we're gonna I'm gonna put that on another show but just let me give you all a quick one all right let me give you all a quick one let me tell you about my first first like official like date where I was like the man paying for it and did everything we had a chartered bus to Great Adventure in Brooklyn New York we left out of Brooklyn New, New York and 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 i was a young boy i was 16 and and the young lady i was dealing with at the time uh i paid for her for her you know for her seat <laughs> i did yo i'm not much of a person that falls in the line with what people do because i'm, I'm kind of like a, uh, I'm, I'm a non-conformist. i don't like conforming to people's things but i will tell y'all that day me and her had the matching Coca Cola t shirts on. Uh huh. You got to be a 70s baby to even know what the fuck I'm talking about right there, right? And so we went, we went, we went to, uh, we drove on, drove on a great adventure from Brooklyn. And me and her were in the dead back of the bus. And it was really the first time that I, you know, kind of as a young man just everything was on me you know her admission into the park and all that and she appreciated it she didn't expect it she didn't she didn't expect for me to do that you know she it wasn't like something i had to do she was real appreciative and she was real cool people she was worth it and on the way there you know we all laughing on the bus we sipping on booze yeah i was sipping on booze when i was 16 don't judge me shit. Who you judging? You fucked up too. Somehow. Somewhere. Man. So we was chilling. And then on, we just had fun. Like we had that kind of non-hold hand fun. Like we went to the park and we were laughing and having water fights and on the rise together and shit like that. And, and cotton candy and food and things like that. And then by the time we came home, it was night time. And we were in the very back of the bus. And next to us, was it across from us wasn't anybody because there were bags there because the bus wasn't loaded to capacity. So it's really me and her in the bags. And there's certain activities that went on on the way home. Then we fell asleep. No, no, we had sex. We had penetration, but not sex. And then we fell asleep. And then uh, when we got home late, we went to her spot because her mom was out of town. And we took a shower. And we made it do what it do. And then in the morning, she actually got up and cooked some breakfast. This is in 1986. That's a great date. That, that's, that, that's where I learned... She was drop dead fine and sexy. She was bad as hell. But that's where I learned to judge how I like a woman and how I treat a woman by how they carry themselves and what they were really about. Because the looks fade. You know, a lot of time looks don't last forever. And you could be you could be extremely beautiful and just be a piece of shit. Or you could be what people call unattractive because nobody is really unattractive. If you got a good personality, nobody is truly unattractive. But that's when I learned whatever, and it felt good to, to know I showed her a good time. And then and she reciprocated and showed me a good time. We went other places like Coney Island and she paid for it. But that's just a quick glimpse into one of my best dates. You know what I'm saying? I think next week we're going to pick up on it. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, that's some good times. And then, and then obviously for the last two decades and change, my best dates have been with Mrs. Moody and we've had a gang of fun. I'm just thinking of back in the day, though. I may get her on here and let her talk about her back in the day's Day We're adults, whatever. You know, it ain't like if I see her boyfriend from 86, I punch him in his in his bitch-ass face like the dog in the, in the guy in the car, letting him sit on his lap. Miss Moody, you want to talk about your best date before marriage? That'd be cool. Yo, we're going to pick that one up, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody show. we be back with the world's most trifling. Hope you all enjoying because, listen, my job is to make you smile and think and, and remember we can all get through it by being responsible at the same time. All right, it's the gym show. Your show, I'll play that dealer. We almost done, man. Let's go. You're
1: listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on Beat Break 87 family welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show and it's time for the world's most trifling people award family as you all know trifling comes in all shapes colors genders and forms trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity this segment is a crock pot of trifling from all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable every week and sometimes bi-weekly I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings and I would choose a winner at the end. Now, I originally had three for you guys this week. But for time management, and also, after looking at contestant number one, they didn't even really have a, a fucking chance uh, with the other two. They, they didn't. They didn't. All right. So, now, the new contestant number one. Um, in a first for the World's Most Trifling People Award, there's a dead guy who's in the running. And I mean, no disrespect, no disrespect to the decent dead people. I must admit that every once in a while, a human being can be so repulsive that they can win this award after they expire. People that have passed is nothing to make jokes of if they're good people. (laughs) Ladies and gent, the new contestant number one is a now deceased inmate named David I'm not going to say his whole name. Let's call him David.O. Ramirez. Okay, I just said his whole name. (laughs) Oh, shit. Child molester dies after allegedly being beaten and drowned in jail cell toilet by a cellmate. That has to be the shittiest way to go, and I really didn't mean that with pun intended. So it's a common rumor that... This is uh, an article. It's a common rumor that the prison and jail community doesn't take too fondly to child molesters and rapists. And this story from Florida only reinforces that theory. David Ramirez, 56, was killed inside his Duval County jail cell on Tuesday, this is back from July 30th, if y'all. While the official cause of death will be determined, Several unnamed sources claim that Ramirez died after he was beaten and put headfirst into the cell's toilet. By the way, the update on that is that is what happened to him. He did get his head. He did drown in the toilet. According to First Coast, Coast News in Jacksonville, Florida, Paul Dixon, 43 years old, his cellmate, was charged with second degree murder in connection with the incident. Ramirez was a convicted child molester who was currently serving a life sentence for lewd in la molestation according to newsweek how old was his victim y'all 11 years old 11 he was convicted in 2013 Uh, dixon the guy who killed him is d- uh, just a murdering motherfucker which is why you got to watch how they're going to release certain people for this coronavirus thing but he is a pre- uh, previously convicted uh for a murder he committed when he was 17 years old and he's serving life for that conviction so authorities say that ramirez was killed after a verbal alter- altercation became physical according to the sheriff's department the suspect killed the victim in his cell A third cellmate was present and witnessed the murder. Dixon has declined to speak with detectives. He has requested an attorney. When men go to jail accused convicted and uh, and convicted of hurting a child, there is no peace in jail. Uh, News 4 Jack's crime and safety analyst Ken Jefferson told Newsweek, they have to constantly watch over their back. They have to hope they can befriend someone to look out for them to protect them. Now I got to tell you, This guy kicked the bucket. He was a shithead who got drowned in a toilet bowl. I'm not making a joke of that. I'm just saying I don't have pity for evil people. I don't. Listen, and I know that's wrong. But you know what else I know? I know that a lot of you listening that you're like, "Wow, this is fucked up. Sometimes my moody get down." Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. There's a lot of you that's like, "Word, that's true. I just can't say it in public." That's why I do my show. I can say the things you can't say. You're not expecting me to have sympathy for a person that rapes an 11-year-old, right? All right, he's contestant number 1, dead. He's contestant number 1 though. Contestant number 2. All right. So Baby Bro uh, Casino sends me a clip of some human filth in a grocery store. And this guy is cracking open various bottles of juices. Have y'all seen this? He's cracking open various bottles of juices and he's drinking from them. And then he's putting the cat back on the, the juice and putting the juice on the shelf. So he's being filmed by another piece of human garbage. And that guy is behind the camera going, we spreading that shit coronavirus we spreading that shit on everything now of course we don't know if this nutsack has the virus and it doesn't matter he could have a cold the flu a herpes sore in his mouth I mean or he could have been the healthiest human being on earth with not one illness or disease in the system and he still would be a roach it, there's something that we continue to lose in humanity every single day, y'all. And, and men and women like this, who I can't imagine why they really, I, I can't imagine why they need to exist. The, 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 the sheer act of drinking out of something and putting it back on the shelf, it don't make you gangster. It don't make you funny. It just makes you a piece of trash. It makes you a piece of dog shit. There's nothing cool about you. And now let's bring the coronavirus into this discussion. What if he does have the coronavirus? I'm betting he hasn't been tested because we're short on tests and he lives in the hood where I'm sure the priority is not testing our people. But we know the coronavirus kills, so if it kills and he has it, shouldn't he be charged with attempted murder for each and every bottle he cracked and drank out of? Am I wrong, y'all? Shouldn't he be jailed? long should he shouldn't he be in there for a while yo this world just don't need you in it dog i'm sorry and you win you win this week's world's most right drive- because the guy that read the 11 years old he's a piece of shit but he's already gone he can't even accept his award we just got salute him salute him from the toilet bowl but you And you know, the cameraman is really worse than you are. We just don't need either of you in this world. Is that too harsh? Is that too much, y'all? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Because y'all are too forgiving of everything nowadays. Family, when you go shopping and you do stuff, please be more observant. Please whatever. when I go shopping, I swear to God. And I keep trying to tell Mrs. Moody this, but she kind of does what she's going to do at points in times. You beg your family to be alert. There's nothing I go to the supermarket at without checking the sale. I'm just that kind of guy. Spaghetti sauce, milk, uh potato chips. I'm one of them guys that kind of squeeze the bag a little bit to make sure there's no air leaks in it check these things family you could be picking up a juice that's been sipped on and the seal is broken and you're not please check your stuff because it's us against animals and they got this guy the guy got him on camera he he put it up on social media hopefully they could track this motherfucker down and arrest him but I'm telling y'all honestly the world doesn't need them we don't need them And I'm not calling for people to just run out and just do a purge like that, but I'm just saying, y'all tell me what good this motherfucker would be for anything. Hopefully, he hasn't made any children. Hopefully, there's not a hood gerbil that broke him off. You win. You're the winner. But y'all was running neck and neck, though. An 11 year old child rapist deserves to die in a toilet bowl. I'm sorry I I don't know another way To say that to y'all The opinions of Jeffers Moody Do not necessarily reflect The opinions of Beat Break uh, H7FM Reach One Communications uh, Beat Break Radio Sean Garvey Employees, interns, all that Young Sean, everybody It's just my opinion You win You win And you don't need to be here You win We'll be right back With the polar opposite Of trifling, y'all And then we're gonna land This flight
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on Beat Break 87. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, my brothers, sisters, all my beautiful people, uh, we, we are coming to the end of this flight. Episode 57 of the Jeff is Moody Show on beatbreak radio fm.com and reach one network.com. And as we begin our descent out of the friendly internet radio and podcast, guys, I want to thank you all again for traveling with us for another three-hour flight. Uh, I hope we got you through three hours of your day. I hope we made you laugh, think, you know. Um, I hope we motivated you a little bit. And I want to thank you guys so much for appreciating the the brutal honesty that this show comes with. Um, But please, at the same time, always remember that there's a lot of care and concern behind the words. Um, I always say my method is my madness. I want to thank you guys for riding with me for 57 weeks while I exhibit my my uh, beautiful bipolar behavior. And that is in the words of someone other than myself. Family, it's time for the polar opposite of trifling. Uh, Yes, it's true. The world is full of trifling people. But let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. And today for the polar opposite of trifling, I just have a story, a quick one about Mr. Benny and his grass. (laughs) So Mr. Benny is my guy. Right. Uh, I met Mr. Benny about years ago in LA Fitness he's a he's an older guy he's a retired veteran um, his wife passed away and he's he's pretty healthy but he has certain issues here and there and uh Mr. Benny had a knee replacement um, I think about two months ago about two and a half months ago maybe two months ago And the knee replacement has been going, you know, pretty good. But he's had a little difficulty with it because he's a busybody, And I think he kind of damaged his knee. Went back to the doctors. They told him he has to try to stay off his knee. And they readjusted his therapy and all that and all that, right? So I had asked Mr. Benny, who is a yard fanatic like myself. He loves landscaping his yard and cutting his grass and stuff like that. And down here... We've been having an on and off weather where, you know, it's warm enough. People have been starting to take care of their grass for a couple of months now. And he couldn't do it. I said, man, you know, he has a rider and all that stuff. He has stuff I don't have. And I said, you want me to come over and do your yard? I'll do it for you. You know, especially most of your yard, I, I would use the rider for and I only need to push more for it. He said, nah, you know, I know your back is just getting better. I said, nah, I'll do it for you, man. He said, nah, I got it. I already got somebody doing my stuff. So we talked about other stuff at that time. So I called and I checked on him, family, on Friday. See how he was doing. And he was fine. And we're sitting there talking and he's inside. And I hear this lawnmower whirring outside. I said, oh, you got your, you got your people over there. You guys said, yeah. Yeah, they over here, they doing their thing. And so we get to talking about it, and um, he says, you, you know what I wanted to tell you? I knew if I told you that initially, you just force your way over here and do the grass. He said, you know who cut my yard, right? And I said, who? Uh, family. His little 11 and 12-year-old neighbors from next door, they cut his grass. They cut his grass because their parents sent him over there to do it. Because they saw him outside one day, you know, limping around, coming from therapy and whatever, whatever. And they said, y'all go over there, y'all help Mr. Benny. Everybody love Mr. Benny. And it's really funny. I didn't know that. But but they use their father's lawnmower and they use his push lawnmower. You know, because he has a push and he has a rider. And so I said, man, that's a little, are, are they good? He said, man, them boys, they done cut my yard three times. The first time, they fucked my yard up. <laughs> and typically, I don't i don't really curse a lot on the polar opposite of trifling, but that's exactly what he said, right? He said the second time it was a little better. And I got to tell you, they getting, they getting the hang of it. So I said, how much are you paying them? He said, well, I wanted to pay them the first time. Their parents said, no, not only because they didn't do a good job, but their parents are teaching them that you want to earn money. You don't want to be an ignorant to earning money and letting people take advantage of them. But you, they have to learn to serve. Did y'all hear me? They have to learn to serve, they have to learn to protect their elders. And the same way they come over there to you when they got a baseball fundraiser whatever the case may be and you support them, they need to support you back. And they said, you know what, Mr. Benny? When we told them they had to do it, they jumped at it. They didn't pout, they didn't whine, they jumped at it. And that made me feel good. And he said, I tell you what, man, he says, you know, you you at your age, you're an older man with a family and I think you wanted one of the most Beautiful, respectful young men I've ever had the privilege of of, of knowing. And it's so good to see there are young men like that. And I tell you what, I don't deserve those accolades. But I'm happy to see there are young people that are out here being taught properly. See, now Mr. Benny gives them a couple of bucks now. But he had to make Mama and Daddy take it. He had to make them. That first time they said don't try it Because we'll have an issue I don't know if you paid the second time I have to get the story straight I don't want to mess the story up That's great to see an 11 and 12 year old That were taught to serve And know what the parents said They jumped at it They knew they can help you They jumped at it That's a beautiful thing I'll tell y'all something I'm really guilty of Before I get out of here A lot of times I focus on how screwed up the youth can be and I don't speak enough on how great they are you know my show is not a strictly negative show I give you everything you know that if you just don't like me just because you don't like my voice or don't like me that's you're going to say what you're going to say but I give you motivation I give you positivity I give you reality I give you negativity I give you the real but this is kids are the polar opposite of trifling. I didn't even ask them their names. I will. I'll go around. I've seen them when I've been around his way. I've seen them, but not talk to them. I've seen them outside playing and stuff. They still play outside. I've seen them outside playing. So I want to say that that's the polar opposite of trifling today. Learning how to serve, man. Learning that the world doesn't revolve around you. Learning that you have to do for others even when you're doing for yourself, sometimes in front of yourself, and if their parents could keep that up, they can teach them boys the right thing Lord knows the leaders that they can be, because we got so many false prophets and so many false leaders nowadays, it would be great to see this new generation coming up to lead and serve, and be successful while doing so and Mr. Benny I know you listen to this show, and I'm going to tell you this right now In order for them to have so much respect for someone, you have to be worthy of that respect. And you are. You have been nothing more than a a mentor and an outstanding human being to me. I'm telling you, I am blessed. I don't call you Uncle Benny. I call you Mr. Benny. But I am blessed to be around some of the most knowledgeable older men that I, I just love them. Fred, my Uncle JC, my Uncle Martin, Mr. Benny. Gosh. All of these polar opposites are trifling. They look at me in a certain way. I think they respect me. I think they love me. I think they admire who I am and what I do and things, but they don't even know. It doesn't even match the way I feel about them. So, Mr. Benny, those young boys that are the polar opposite of trifling today. You're the root of it, and their parents are also. All of you as a group are the polar opposite of trifling. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here... I'm going to talk my shit. The ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturell is up next. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. And we got some hot ones coming. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beatbreak 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, and of course, Hey, yo, Sean Garth. Yeah. We got another one. See y'all next week, man. I love y'all. Jeff is Moody out. R.I.P. Ron Live
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: On Beat Break 87.